All right, so good evening, everyone. Um, tonight, I have a very special guest on my podcast, um, still on the series of being an education student. So tonight, I am welcoming Catherine Tang, um, who is actually a teacher who has um, who had a teacher candidate work with her um, for a couple months or a few weeks. So I am speaking with Catherine tonight to kind of see the the flip end of the coin of being an education student from the eyes of an associate teacher and what it's like kind of um, working with a teacher candidate. So good evening, Catherine, and thank you so much for being on my podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So can you um, just tell us uh, and tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Catherine. I currently teach grade seven in an integrated arts program. So um, the students audition um, into the program and we have a program team of four teachers. So the two of us teach grade seven, two of us teach grade eight, and we each have a specialty um, within the arts. And so my specialty is um, vocals and also design. And then I, I tend to teach the the gym for everybody um, in the program. Um, yeah, I teach um, in Kingston and um, our school is called Calvin Park and we actually are housed on the second floor of a high school. So it's kind of cool. We get to um, use their facilities and share in some of their events and um, it's great. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't actually know a lot of that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I've known you for a little while and I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. Yeah. That is super neat. So um, like I was saying, you received a teacher candidate mm -hmm. um, in your classroom. So when when did that start? When did, did you get asked by um, a university or asked specifically by the student? Or did you apply to take in a teacher candidate? How did that all work? Yeah, so my student was actually she's in um, she's in her third year of concurrent education, and okay. Um, I, okay. so she um, sent an email out. They I think at um, for Con Ed at Queens they have to find their own placements, and so it's um, it's actually funny. At the beginning of the school year, we had gotten an email uh, from another student who had hoped to do her placement with us, and at the time I was not really feeling ready to take on a teacher candidate. Um, and I'm still, I'd say, fairly early in my career. So, um, mm -hmm. like, quote, unquote, not qualified. <laughs> um, I totally but, disagree. <laughs> I feel like um, I have so much to um, I think it's, like, a completely different experience to, you know, to, to teach, but then to have someone who is purportedly coming and learning how to teach um, or learning, you know, different things about you as a teacher. I think it's a, it's a nerve wracking thing. And so yeah. um, it was probably, I would say February, March, um, we got another email from a different student um, also in third year and she wanted to do her placement with us. Um, and at that point I had, been mulling over, you know, like, should I take a teacher candidate? Um, I consider kind of all of the pros of doing it and also um, all of the things that are making me nervous. And I said, you know, why not? Let's just try it. And um, so she was with us for three months in April and May. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. Oh, sorry, three weeks. 
Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, whoa, that's like really long, <laughs> especially so, yeah. in third year of of like your degree in con ed. I was gonna mm-hmm. say, wow, so three weeks, which is still like close to a month, uh, a good mm-hmm. little chunk of time. Um, I think it's it's like funny to me as a teacher candidate to say that you, as the associate teacher, are, are nervous to accept. Um, a pre-service teacher into your classroom, which like I totally understand. But on my side, being the teacher candidate who has no experience, basically going into a classroom where there's a teacher who like yourself that has, you know, all this baggage and all this experience and all these resources and who has, you know, it's your own classroom that already has like a certain vibe and a certain way of, of being. Um, it is also very nerve wracking for us. So <laughs> it's just like the whole experience for both um, parties is kind of the same. Like there are definitely similarities. And I think as a teacher candidate, we don't, honestly, I can say that I never considered my associate teacher being nervous to have me there. Like I never Mm -hmm. thought that they would be nervous, but totally understandable. And I think part of that nervousness comes from understanding the weight of what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, um, going through the content program, I had done like a number of placements. So I actually have had seven associate teachers. Um, wow. And just to be able to see the range in terms of um, their styles, their preferences, um, the way that they interacted with me, what they required or expected of me. Um, and each of those people kind of have had some sort of hand in um, developing who I am as a teacher. And so I think the weight of that responsibility of thinking that, you know, this is one, um, one experience that will bring the person closer to, um, who they are as a teacher. that's kind of maybe how I think about it and how, um, yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I guess since you've had seven, which is actually mind blowing (laughs) because like, even though I'm in the two year, um, be at teachers college Mm -hmm. I will have only had two associate teachers two placements that's it that's all these two teachers that I'm having are going to shape who I am Hmm. other than anything else that I'm going out to do that's extra from my faculty so do you go back to them like multiple times is that how it works for you or do you have just like long chunks with uh so my first year we were doing in our first semester it was one day a week for eight weeks um in the school that we were also going to do our seven week placement in second semester so okay like they could say it's two placements but it was in the same school Mm -hmm. and so it's going to be the same thing um in second year as well so one was in elementary and one was in will be in secondary for me um but for you. So having had those seven associate teachers and being that teacher candidate yourself, did it help you kind of, you know, reflect back on how you felt as a teacher candidate and what you would hope, you know, an associate teacher would be like? I think so. Um, and maybe part of this is, um, reflective of my personality or who I am as a teacher, but I, um, definitely benefited from, from associates who were quite pointed with, you know, things that they wanted to um, push me with or things that they wanted me to um, learn or think about as I was doing my placement. And so something that I did with my teacher candidate was just helping them kind of consider not just um, what they wanted to get out of this placement, but where they saw themselves long-term as a teacher. Um, And yeah, so I think um, 
it was important to have had those different experiences because I saw how I, I excelled in some, in some placements more than others, depending on um, how my teacher interacted with me. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've heard uh, of lots of my friends who um, were in the Con Ed program, um, especially at Laurentian, where uh, a lot of their, some of their associate teachers, I could say, were like really pushy, where it was like, okay, I'm going to force you to teach math, even though you, you told me you're not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. The associate teacher didn't want to teach it themselves. So they just gave it to the teacher candidate and said, like, good luck, <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, there's definitely different ways to approach the teacher mm-hmm. candidate. Yeah. Um, and for me, in my first placement, it was a lot of do whatever you want. Sarah, go ahead. You want to do this? Go ahead. And I felt like I would have liked a little bit more structure, a little bit more guidance. Um, but I guess, you know, to each their own. But that's, mm-hmm. I think, what I lacked in, like, from my associate teacher, I could say. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, um, uh, so you were saying that you were kind of like flip floppy to see if you actually wanted to um, have a teacher candidate. So what was the ultimate um, deciding factor? What made you kind of reply to that email and have uh, the student come into your classroom for three weeks? Yeah, I think there are um, two main things. Um, The first being that um, in teaching a lot of the time, our practice and um, our teaching feels a little bit insular. Like you have a classroom and your kids come and you do a lot of the stuff within the classroom, but we don't often have other people coming in to observe or to offer, you know, constructive criticism. And so um, this for me, was really an opportunity also to have a fresh set of eyes and to learn something from someone who is um, still still fresh is not like the right way to, to put it, but it's someone who, um, <laughs> um, just someone who, you know, has a different perspective and is coming in um, and integrating themselves into the classroom for a longer period of time than just like a one-off observation. Mm-hmm. And so... Go Go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just wondering, um, how is that integration for the student, like on you and on the students in your class? How did they find that? Um, I think for the first little while, uh, my student teacher was, she spent most of her time observing, um, often from like our small group table. So it didn't really change the vibe of our class. Um, as time went on, like she definitely built some good relationships with the students, um, Mm -hmm. But, but I think overall, like, she just did a good job of embedding herself, and um, she just became part of our classroom. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really nice. And I think that um, as a teacher candidate, that's all that we want to do is, like, not, not impose ourselves because, mm-hmm. you know, students, they always kind of change when there's somebody watching them mm-hmm. in the classroom. Um, I I can see it even as a teacher candidate when the principal came in or somebody from the board came in to watch. I was like, whoa, this class just did a 180. Like they never yeah. act like this, you know. Whoever mm-hmm. is observing is not seeing the, the day-to-day um, kind of vibe of the classroom. But yeah, it's um, – as a teacher candidate, again, it's like really – it's not easy to integrate yourself if the teacher doesn't help you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like was there things that you did that helped your student teacher kind of integrate herself into the classroom or you know like was she welcoming students in the morning or like things like that 
Um, she trying to think about specific examples. Um, so my student teacher is a strings major, uh, or she's actually a vocal major, but she also plays um, violin. And so within the music classes, she actually spent two periods um, with one of my um, one of my colleagues with our, in our program team. And so she actually would play um, with the students. Um, so nice. I think that really helped her build rapport with some of the um, the students in that in that class um mm-hmm. she played with the grade eights and she played with the grade sevens the strings classes and so um i think that definitely helps just giving opportunities uh, for them to um even outside of the classroom so like we had a show that we're that we were putting on and so we had rehearsals pretty much every lunch and so she came to rehearsals and helped nice. out with that and so yeah i think for the students to be able to see her outside of like a classroom context um mm-hmm. was really helpful Nice. So she kind of did a little bit of like mentorship then mm-hmm. with the students. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really neat. So when you knew that you were getting um, a teacher candidate, did you have to do um, any preparation work? Like um, whether it be for materials you were going to give to her or like mm-hmm. any classes she would take on or I'm not sure like what her roles were, but. Yeah, well, I guess I can talk about her roles first and then okay. um so because she was a, um, a third-year student, her main role was that she had to do some observation, but then she also um, had five lessons that she needed to teach at some point within her block. Um, and so for me, like preparation beforehand, um, we communica- communicated quite a bit over email and um, just so that she had a sense of where we were in our year um, so right. she could just start thinking about um, you know what are some things that maybe she uh, can bring to the table what are some things that she'd like to share with the class um, and she also told me just a little bit about um, herself and some of her hesitations um, she is an IS um, candidate so she this was her first time like all of her other placements had been in high school so this was her first middle school placement okay. um, and so we had talked a little bit about that, about what um, our, our school is like, what our students are like. Um, and one of her big trepidations was with math, because I teach math for both the grade seven classes. And she was like, I haven't done math since high school and um, really nervous about that. And so I was like, um, it's totally fine, you know, if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But at the end of the day, after she had been with with us for a while she ended up doing four lessons in literacy and then one in math and um the one in math she actually because I taught two classes she was able to repeat it um so that she could reflect on the first class and then make changes for the next one that's awesome that's like baby steps is the way to go I I learned Mm. that (laughs) Um, and it's also really nice um, kind of what you were just saying in the emails first of all that you communicated with the student um that's very um, not heartwarming, but just it really helps having already spoken with an associate teacher mm-hmm. beforehand before just walking in your to your classroom on day one and being like, "Hey, I'm here <laughs> kind yeah. of thing so um and second of all, just put like making the expectations for her clear mm-hmm. is something that's like really, really, really helpful um, as a teacher candidate. Mm-hmm. And I know we had talked about that as well. We're like make sure that we manage the expectations, yeah, mm-hmm. Um, so then you obviously told her like what classes you were teaching, Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. And so 
the five classes that she um, that she taught, were there any, like, what were the expectations on those kind of thing? Yeah, so um, kind of at the beginning of her time with us uh, at our school, we looked at um, kind of all the days that we were here, um, where we might, where our lessons might be falling. Um, and there were two lessons that were like pretty directed in terms of um, they linked with what we were doing, um, but it really showcased her interest. So we were just in the midst of our creative mentors or just starting our creative mentors project. And so all of the students, um, they we talked about what it means for someone to be a mentor and what it means for someone to be creative. And um, each student picked one person who they consider their creative mentor. And it was like kind of like a biography study, but with a twist. Um, and so she kind of embedded herself into that. And because she is a music student, um, she did some things with the Beatles and with pop chords and um, looking at originality and creativity um, and whether there is anything that's actually original. And so she did two lessons um, that was a little bit of music history, a little bit of um, just pushing the students to think about that idea of creativity. And so that was really cool. And then she did two that were more um, pointed in terms of skill development um, that was related to our creative mentors project. So one of them was um, looking at how to properly write newspaper articles because the kids were doing one of those with a creative mentor and then also teaching the kids how to um, use GarageBand to record their radio shows. Whoa, that is so awesome. Mm. Um, did you feel like having the teacher candidate in your class classroom was kind of like a breath of fresh air? You know, just from like new ideas, were you guys brainstorming things, kind of getting resources from her? You were sharing resources with um, with her and she was sharing resources with you? Mm-hmm. I think it was. it's always good, even if someone is very different from you. And I think that um, despite us having fairly similar educational backgrounds, uh, my student teacher and I were um, quite different when it comes to our style and our personality um, and the way that like we would run our classrooms. And mm-hmm. so that was really, um, it was it was great to have um, that different perspective. And mm-hmm. we, I would say like we communicated fairly well throughout um, throughout her placement. Like we always debriefed at the end of the day, like on bus duty, just like chatting yeah. about the day, what, um, you know, what went well, like what was something that was difficult for you today or like any questions, any things. And something that I kept like coming back to um, again was this idea of like, okay, well, what's the bigger picture like beyond this, this placement. And so one thing that was really heartwarming for me, she was like, my other associates haven't ever really asked me that. Like we just kind of mm-hmm. did our thing. And like at the end of the day, it was, there was no debrief. I was like, how can we not debrief? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, no. So I think that was um, that was good, and because it was my first time being an associate teacher, I definitely like there are lots of moments where I was like, "Am I doing this properly? Like, am I supporting her?" Um, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that balance of supporting the teacher candidate too much, where you're kind of mm-hmm. like controlling mm-hmm. what happens or you just kind of like let them go on a limb and it's kind of like sink or swim I'll pull a Derek Rodenizer quote where you just build (laughs) your wings on the way down kind of thing um where I feel like that's what 
I was forced to do because my teacher candidate, my associate teacher was just took all of the steps back and was like, Mm -hmm. there you go. You know, I'm here if you need me, but really I'm doing other things. So hopefully things go well on your end kind of thing. Yeah. And I think because... Go ahead. I was going to say, just because my teacher candidate was um, in third year and she had made it like fairly clear at the beginning, she like did want to spend some time easing herself into the classroom, um, doing a lot more observation. And so I think with that in mind, like we eased her in in other respects as well. Um, but I think if it was someone who came in, they're like guns blazing, like I have these ideas, I'm ready to go. Then it would have looked a little different as well. Yeah. And you never know who you're getting, right? Exactly. So, and us as a teacher candidate, we never know who we're getting either. So, um, like I said before that communication at the beginning does help a lot, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm sure by communicating via email, you would have never known that your teaching styles and, you know, philosophies were, were really different. So mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of, of getting used to for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, but so would you, would you do it again? You know, are you looking forward to having another teacher candidate in your classroom? Are you kind of taking a step back and, and waiting on it a little bit or what's going through your mind? <laughs> um, I think I would definitely take a teacher candidate on again. Um, I would probably do it earlier in the year um, so that they had a little bit more time to um, be in the classroom. Like just, it just so happened that the time that she came, we were out of the classroom a lot, like more than I've ever been out of the classroom. So there was a lot of PD. And so I think it was earlier in the year, it would probably be more beneficial for them to just have that continuity. Um, but I, like, I think of this as almost like a form of mentorship. And so mm-hmm. even if you don't really talk to your associate teacher a lot afterwards, but having that, having cross paths at that particular moment in time I think there's like there's something really special about that and so um I would definitely do it again like it's a it's a privilege and an honor to be able to to do that so to shape the teachers basically of tomorrow so mm-hmm. um that's really awesome is it um like a lot of work I know I asked you kind of about the preparation and mm-hmm. kind of talked about how you how you felt having the teacher candidate but just like on a extra workload of, you know, how hard teachers already work, was it a lot, sorry, um, to take on extra, like, were you filling out lots of forms, like, you know, just kind of extra work where you were like, I don't have time for all of this. Yeah. Um, so it, it may be different if my student teacher was in her, in her final year, or I guess her like consecutive. Yeah. I keep forgetting she was only in third year, Mm -hmm. but still, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't feel like it was a lot of extra work. It was definitely more um, us like sitting down a lot and figuring out um, what she needed and where we could fit the lessons in and how we could kind of support, like how I could support her. Um, Yeah, I didn't feel like it was like a lot of paperwork or anything like that. Yeah, Um, I guess it's just because some teachers have that idea of like oh my gosh if I get a teacher candidate there's just going to be so much more work I don't have time Mm -hmm. um I just I heard that a lot from teachers that I was at a at the school when I was doing my placement and I'm like well I don't think Mm -hmm. a teacher has that much work I'm kind of doing a lot of the work (laughs) for her actually (laughs) and you know what I think part of it is also um if a teacher has kind of a set plan um that they 
you know, are kind of chugging along and it's hard for them to adapt to having someone come in and do, you know, X number of lessons. I think that is more so um, the struggle for some associate teachers is like, okay, well, I've, I had kind of planned to do this, but um, my teacher, you know, has some ideas that he or she would like to incorporate. Where do I fit this in and how does it flow with the rest of what we're doing? I think Mm -hmm. that's more of the bigger um, challenge. Yeah. So was that one of the challenges for you? Like what were um, some of the obstacles that not just you, but both of you kind of faced during this period of time that, you know, the three weeks? Um, yeah, like I said earlier, it's probably one of the biggest things was timing, uh, making sure that okay. she had had enough time to observe the class and feel comfortable before jumping in. Um, and even though you had warned me about managing expectations, um, <laughs> I think it was that was still something that was a challenge. Um, at the end, like they, everyone has to do a self assessment. Um, okay, and. Or no, everyone has to do. You. Everyone has to. I have to assess her. But like, right. what I do with most of my kids before I give them actual assessment, I have them self-assess, and so I just naturally <laughs> did that with her as well. Um, just because I didn't want anything to come out of left field, and that way I have a chance to see, you know, you know, from her perspective, how did things go, and mm-hmm. um, and so that was um, that was always eye-opening, and it's it's great to to hear like maybe moments that I had missed, um, in my observation that she had had with students. And, um, yeah, I think that's one thing that I will have to continue to work on is just like managing expectations. Um, I tend to have very high expectations, which is fine with the right support. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also can't like expect, you know, this particular level of, um, of work like with my student, yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah, and um, yeah, I think that's where like it got really um, kind of in the gray area with me and my associate teacher because mm-hmm. I'm more of that like go getter. I you know I'm I'm ready when you're ready kind of thing. So yeah. I wanted to take on lots like from right after my observation period was done, I'm like, okay, I got this. You know, I had mm-hmm. already been doing one day a week for first semester. Yeah. So when we went in second semester, I'm, you know, going in guns a blazing, like with all these ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I think it was just a, not a miscommunication, but a lack of communication on my associate teacher's part. Even when I asked her, you know, um, is it okay if I, if I um, kind of like, lead off the first of the class and like do the attendance and welcome the students and make sure they're ready and you know like take charge on my own without her being there I think she had issues just like Mm -hmm. letting go of the reins even though you know like I was kind of mentioning before she was really laid back she also had difficulties like letting me take charge but when I had charge it was okay but it was just giving me that opportunity to to be alone it was uh it was kind of like fighting two battles but Mm -hmm. yeah so when and then something, when, yeah, sorry, and then it's like, and then it becomes something that you see as a positive, then she sees almost as a negative, right? Like it's yeah. that miss that mismatch. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to step on her toes. Like it is mm-hmm. her classroom. I am, you know, simply just the teacher candidate in here, just doing my time. But I I wanted to engage a lot and kind of take the lead. So I I just felt 
like it wasn't my place and I Mm. didn't want to overstep any boundaries. And so, you know, that's, I feel how, that's how I felt as, as as the pre-service teacher in the classroom. So it, it happens. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of those, I think it can also be disheartening, right. As a teacher candidate, I know there are definitely, um, times when I, like when I was a teacher candidate where I was thinking like, Oh, like I have these ideas, like I want to try this. And, um, it just, there was no right time or right fit Mm -hmm. for that to happen. And I was like, Oh, I felt like I didn't necessarily, you know, show you everything that I that I was made of or yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 110%. (laughs) I feel as though my associate teacher, uh, probably seen about like, 30% of what I was capable of. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was not challenged or like pushed to my full potential. And it, it's, it's hard. Maybe I didn't, I wasn't clear enough with my associate teacher that I was comfortable and and ready and kind of raring to go. But I don't know. I'm excited to, to work with another associate teacher um, in my second year. And also I'm really into like co-teaching where it's not, you know, it's not just you, it's not just me teaching, like, why can't we teach together? Like, I really, really like that. Yes. So it's funny. So my, um, I have a new grade partner next year. And so her and I are actually going to do a lot of co-planning and co-teaching. That's really excited. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think one of our ideas is that we're going to kind of structure our year thematically, um, every month or two, like maybe looking at like creativity. And like, I think in the next, in um, February when it's the Olympics, that's going to be kind of like our overarching theme Mm -hmm. and then everything is going to link together. So I'm like really looking forward to kind of planning out our, our year and what it's going to look like and have lots of integration. So that is so fun because I find when, when you're co-teaching as um, you as a teacher and say, I was your teacher candidate and we were Mm -hmm. co-teaching, co-teaching together I would feel less um I would feel like your colleague and not like mm-hmm. um uh, beneath you do you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like we could be equal and that is one thing as a teacher candidate um I feel is really important like for your associate teacher to do is kind of build your confidence where it's not like well you're under me because you're not actually a teacher yet like that's what most of us feel when we go in because you know we we know that what the reality is we are going there to learn and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it's a bad thing but um, we don't have that experience that we don't have all these resources and stuff. So, um, but that doesn't mean that we don't have good ideas and that, you know, mm-hmm. we are ready to grow and learn and, and try and practice and fail and, and all of those fun things. So, um, yeah, it's when you break it down, um, it's not e- easy for both parties, kind of like we were saying at the beginning, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a science. Yeah. And I think it takes a, like quite a bit of humility on like, the on both parties to be like hey like we're both coming into this experience and I guess there is an inherent power dynamic um of course and and you expect that mm -hmm. yeah but I think that there's like obviously there's so much to learn from from both sides and I think that's one Mm -hmm. of the joys of of having people in your classroom is that you it gives you a chance to like pause and reflect and like when I give feedback to my associate teacher I mean to my student teacher I'm thinking like do I do that like is you know um I'm asking her to to do this or um but do I expect that of myself as well and so it makes you reflect a lot more look on on your yeah absolutely Yeah. (laughs) yeah that's uh 
that's crazy. And as the student teacher, knowing that you're watching me, observing me, <laughs> everything that I say, every um, every hand gesture, every little tick um, that we do, and we all do it, right? It's not mm-hmm. like just because I'm a teacher candidate, I am going to have more ticks, but it is a lot of, it's nerve wracking at the beginning. Um, And then you have, well, there's always the associate teacher. And then when your professor from university comes in and watches you too, that's just like, (laughs) oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. The safe space becomes not less safe, but a little more, more tense when your professor from university comes in. More (laughs) crowded. Yeah. (laughs) The room is a little stuffier. It's harder to breathe. (laughs) Um, that's so awesome. Okay. Um, I think one of the last questions that I had for you was just after having had your pre-service teacher in your classroom, were some of the, I don't know, the nerves or the previous ideas or thoughts that you had, were they kind of challenged or, you know, were you like, oh yeah, I was right. Having a pre-service teacher in my classroom is really like this, or, um, did it change your perspective at all? kind of final thoughts yeah no I think it did um absolutely it did um well you survived so you're like yes (laughs) Yes. I made it through she made it through she's still going through as a teacher so you didn't like (laughs) not her dream teacher (laughs) teaching completely yeah um I think something that I realized um was that everyone's kind of at their own place in um their journey of becoming a teacher. And I think a lot of students, even those who are in consecutive, um, don't necessarily have it out at the end of the day to become a classroom teacher. And and I think keeping that in mind um, and being more open to um, not just the nitty gritty learning like of lesson planning or of classroom management, but um, of like, what do you hope to gain from this more broadly? Um, I think that's something that I've like helps that I will kind of frame my next teaching block opportunity. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just because I think a lot of the time we kind of peg people into particular rules or we, um, you know, think that because you're a teacher candidate, you should be, um, you know, extremely extremely energetic or whatever um Mm -hmm. is not always the case and obviously there are some people who are and that's wonderful um but I think realizing that just like there are lots of different types of teachers there are lots of different types of teacher candidates and they all need different things and um want different things from their experience and so just being open to that wow I really like that. I wish you were my associate teacher. <laughs> I would love to be your associate teacher. Now. <laughs> I'd love to go teach so, with you. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. No, it's just that's so insightful. And as a pre-service teacher, hearing that, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like that's so just like empathetic, and you you understand that you're not trying to to fit us in a box or your mm-hmm. box or making us become. Uh, a teacher like you because exactly you know like you would think oh I'm the best teacher they to be a teacher you have to be like me and a lot of um, associate teachers try and fit us into boxes where it's like Mm -hmm. we we try and break out and show how we really or we're you know what at the same time we're just trying to find ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, as teachers and that's why we have practicum and placements so if you tell me that I should teach like this well 
nobody else has really told me differently. So I can just, some, some teacher candidates will just assume and take on strategies that may not be the best ones when they learn from other associate teachers. So, um, there's lots of, lots of pros and cons, like you said at the beginning, to take on a teacher candidate. And I think that it's really important for associate teachers to be, to be ready. And I really, really tip my hat off um, to you for having invited one into your classroom because it takes good teachers like you to shape and mold us um, because the practicum and our placements is where we are learning the most. It's where we get to kind of be knee deep into what a real school and a real classroom looks like so yeah um, thank you (laughs) well it was really awesome talking to you and kind of seeing that perspective of um what it's like to be an associate teacher because like I was telling you before um we started recording I know I'm (laughs) I'm only going into my second year of teaching but I'm I'm already thinking about what it's going to be like when I get to have a pre-service teacher in my classroom. Yeah. And I look forward to to co-teaching with them because I kind of want to frame this and and hold this um, kind of mentality and mindset in time so that I can look back mm-hmm. on it when I'm a teacher and say, okay, this is how I felt or look at this conversation I had with a associate teacher, this is how she felt. Um, you know, is it okay if I'm feeling like Catherine did 10 years ago, (laughs) like all of these things. So it's really cool that I get to have this conversation with you that I know I will certainly be looking back on, um, in like a decade from now, probably, (laughs) but, um, it's awesome. It's really awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all of your insight with me tonight. (laughs) And it was a pleasure to be here. (laughs) 